Hey everybody, Claire here. Um, Just in case you missed it, we mentioned this last week, but we are taking this week off for the holiday, a bit of a well-earned break at the end of the year. Um, But don't worry, we're not leaving you without any content. We're going to be doing a rerun of one of Jeff Kasuf's Kicking Back episodes, The Equalizer's other podcast vertical. One week off, and then we'll be back in the new year to talk about what happens next in NWSL and beyond. Thank you guys so much for your support this year. It's meant a lot. Um, and I hope everybody has a very, very happy holiday. This is Kicking Back. I'm your host, Jeff Kasuf, as always. And we like to bring you closer to players and personalities from across women's soccer. And we're doing that in a very timely manner here on this episode. My guest today is the first player on the roster for 2022 NWSL expansion team, San Diego Wave FC. None other than U.S. international defender Abby Dahlkemper. Abby's joining me from San Diego where she settled in. It's a, a rarity in this profession sometimes to be able to settle in and, and uh, be in the same spot where you work and live. We talk about that. Uh, she arrives after playing briefly with the Houston Dash at the end of this NWSL season, was traded there uh, temporarily, I guess is the way that to put it. Uh, loan is not quite the word, but, um, but from the North Carolina Courage, rights recirculated back and then went to San Diego. Details of that trade and all of its complications, which you probably have questions about, just head over to EqualizerSoccer.com and you can hear about that trade. But this pod, not so much about the complicated rules of the NWSL. It is about the first player for San Diego and a player you probably know quite well and and hopefully get to know a bit more about on this podcast and what her role is going to be in San Diego, what this year has been like for her, a lot of movement of of teams, a lot of self-reflection personally and professionally, and uh, a fun pod hopefully that you take something away from and enjoy. So appreciate you joining me. Appreciate Abby joining me uh, as she jets off to Australia with the U.S. national team uh, amidst this, this announcement. Please go ahead and rate and review this podcast. Subscribe so you don't miss a thing. This one maybe is a surprise bit of news for you if you're subscribed. came right to you and you got the alert that this podcast is up. So we appreciate that and we appreciate your reviews to help us get the word out on Kicking Back and all of our great guests. So without further ado, Abby Dahlkemper, San Diego Wave FC and United States National Team Defender. Well, happy to be joined here on Kicking Back by the first official player of, of San Diego Wave, FC, Abby Dahlkemper. Abby, thanks for joining me. How does it feel to, uh, I guess, be be the starting point of a, of a franchise? I don't know if you've thought of it that way, but kind of cool. Yeah, I, it feels incredible. I mean, I think, um, honestly, it, it like is a dream come true to kind of come back to my home state of California. Um and, you know, start kind of this new era of soccer in San Diego. Um, and, you know, it's exciting to have, you know, um, Jill and Casey um, to be working with. And, you know, the the Wave want to do it right. You know what I mean? Like they are doing things um, all, you know, the right way. They want to take care of the players, the team. Um make sure we have, um, all, all the tools that we would need. Um, but yeah, again, I think I'm just like really excited to help lead this franchise into hopefully something special. But, um, I think 
like I can't find a strong enough word to describe how excited and honored I am to be here and represent um, Wave FC. Yeah, you have California roots to a degree. I mean, NorCal to a bit, uh, to a degree, but but also UCLA. I mean, is this you've you've kind of had some movement this year? Obviously, does it feel like you're kind of settling in, coming home to a degree? Yes, um, definitely. It feels like um, you know every time I come to California, I feel like you know I'm at home and I'm settled and stuff. So to have a house with my husband and to live um, in the same market that I am playing in and, and work in is incredible. That's never happened to me before. So it, yeah, it definitely feels um, amazing to just kind of have everything all here at once. And um, I think, yeah, it's just exciting for everything. Mm-hmm. Is there anything There's, like, oh. no, sorry. I was just going to say, there's just been like, obviously a lot of change. Um, I think this year with, I mean, in general, um, but I think for me specifically, I think um, obviously starting Man City, just not having it work out the way, um, you know, I was hoping for um, and, um, you know, obviously finishing the NWSL season with Dash in Houston. And and now finally, like you said, I think it's all just kind of coming together um, and I feel settled and and really good i know it's early days and and i mean i guess you're you're one of one at the moment uh but but like is there anything you think that's a little different with it being an expansion team that's kind of a a new experience for you yeah i think it'll it'll be completely new with um the expansion team you know or being on an expansion team i think i'm not expecting it to be perfect um you know the first year or two Um, but I think, um, by the sounds of it, it's going to there, everyone is going to try to make it as perfect as possible, um, the first year. And, um, you know, I think no team in this, in this league is, is perfect. And there's just hiccups along the way. And I think that's just like the nature of life and sport and the league itself. But, um, like I said, in the beginning, I think, you know, San Diego, everyone involved wants to do it as, as best as possible, you know, the amenities and um, resources and coaching and um, comms and, you know, people behind the scenes and, and everything. So um, yeah, it's exciting. And I think it's, it's gonna allow me the opportunity to be a leader on this team to, um, kind of set a foundation and build a culture that's um, hopefully, you know, positive and, and strong and winning um, and, you know, just brings soccer to San Diego. And I think that that's what people have wanted for so long um, and kind of this idea of this new era of soccer coming here. And so it's, it's I know I keep saying exciting, but it's just like excitement. Yeah. I mean, and you know, you bring that, you know, club and country you've, you've won quite a bit already. So, you know, that's obviously some experience, some leadership that you can bring. And you mentioned earlier, I mean, Jill Ellis, president of the team, you've obviously worked with her quite a bit. Molly Dante the G, the GM was involved with the U S when, when, you know, you're still playing. Um, and Casey Stoney, you probably have some familiarity with just from, from the time in England. So um, what do those conversations look like from, from them in terms of, Hey, 
here's what we're building. You know, this is our probably present to you kind of the big plan and, and, you know, maybe like how they kind of communicated, communicated to you, like, this is here, how we see you fitting into this and, and leading this. Yeah, no, that's like a great question. I think obviously, you know, um, with all three of them, they are, um, you know, paving the way in women's soccer, um, especially here in San Diego. And it's such an honor to, you know, be the first signing for this franchise and to be able to work with three amazingly strong and talented, um, you know, women that have been in the game for a while now um, in, in certain capacities and whatnot. But, um, you know, it's exciting, like you said, kind of building um, this foundation and working with them. Um, obviously, the conversations have been, you know, incredible. Um, Molly and Jill are a lot more, you know, just focused on these are our plans. Um, these, you know, we'll be playing here. Um, we'll be doing this, uh, you know, building X, Y, Z, um, and just kind of like laying foundations, um, to, you know, what they want the club to look like. And, you know, it sounds like our owner is very, um, I haven't met him in person, but it sounds like he's just very like wanting to invest in this team and, you know, um, invest in women's soccer and spread the game. And I think that that's like what it should be about. And we need more people and owners like that, that want to invest in women's soccer and grow the game and, you know, see the, the upside and investing, um, and putting money into this game. And, um, you know, Casey, uh, we have not met in person, but we had an awesome zoom call. Um, well, multiple conversations we've been in contact for a while, but, um, we just talking about, you know, kind of what she expects out of me, what she expects out of the team she's going to build, um, how she sees, you know, uh, the DNA of this team, um, kind of the identity. And she seems like she has such a clear cut, um, you know, idea of what she wants the team to, to look like and how she wants the team to play and what type of player she's, you know, wanting to, to recruit and go after and stuff. And I think that that's amazing. And I obviously having, um, or being a center back and having her play center back. Um, I think it's really special. And I think that's something that's really cool and unique, um, in a sense of, you know, me being the first player, um, signed and her playing center back and kind of seeing, um, the significance in the role of, um, you know, a defending player and, um, or defensive minded player, I guess. And so it's really exciting. I think, um, obviously the future is like very bright for, this club. And again, I think I'm just hoping to like lead and help, um, you know, be the best version of myself to like grow this team and, and build a culture and foundation, um, for many years to come. And, you know, hopefully we're successful and winning. Um, and obviously we would love to start out like right away and, in winning ways and, and whatnot. So, um, obviously ways you're said than done too. So, um, and, you know, expecting hiccups on the way, um, bumps in the road, um, just kind of the nature of being an expansion expansion team. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that we can't be, um, you know, winning games and being successful and still learning and, and, um, 
yeah, learning along the way as well. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it seems like Casey's a a player's coach too, is kind of the impression that I've gotten from just, just seeing her at Man United. And I mean, what have you kind of seen early days? Yeah, totally. I would say players coach. Um, you know, I think she really cares about the development, um, of each player, individual player. And I think she knows the game so well. Um, and she knows how to bring out the best in, in everyone. And I think that that's so important. Um, obviously, you know, the players on their team, but everyone around her too. Um, I think she, she just has that quality about her. And I think that that's hard to find people that, you know, make people around her better. Um, and I think that's incredible. I think it's also hard, um, balancing coaching players and managing players, if that makes sense. I think just, um, you know, managing players' expectations and development, um, this and that, et cetera. And I think that she's able to do both, which is very hard to come by a coach who can kind of manage and, and coach well, um, and get people on board and, um, you know, make the whole roster feel like they are valued and, um, you know, able to contribute to, like a successful team. Yeah. Yeah. And not too far removed from playing, which, which probably helps uh, yeah. having that understanding. Right. Um, yeah, no, that, exactly. That we're recording this not too far after uh, just crowning an NWSL champion um, fun game as a neutral, I guess, you know, which I guess you were as well. I know you have plenty of friends on each side, but um, what'd you think of that game? How was that watching? Yeah. From far? Incredible. I mean, uh, so cool to see, you know, two teams like competing to win their first ever title. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so much respect for those two teams in the league. You know, they obviously, um, have a lot of talent, uh, making it to the championship. And I think championship games are interesting because kind of anything can happen. And, um, you know, you can like dig up or discover heroes, um, you know, for the game or like unexpected heroes, like Kelly, you know, scoring the winning goal. I think that was incredible. And, um, so amazing. I think it was awesome. I mean, Chicago is doing something right coming to the playoffs and, and, uh, being so successful every year in and year out. So credit to them. And then, you know, Washington had the youngest, um, roster, uh, in the NWSL and then having them win their first ever title and um, seeing the young talent um, come out of that is exciting too. I think it's awesome that players are getting rewarded for their league play um, as far as getting called into the national team. Um, you know, I think Trinity Rodman of course is so exciting to watch and she's a baller. So that's awesome. But then you see, you know, Ashley Sanchez who's had an incredible season get rewarded as well. And, um, Ashley Hatch as well. So yeah, I think it's cool. And it was like an awesome game, like you said, for the neutral and uh, 120 minutes of, of soccer. And um, it was a really exciting game. So it was cool to watch. I obviously wish I was playing in it, but you know what? I um, was just happy to be able to support uh, my teammates and the league and women's soccer. Yeah, a defender goal to end the season that that had a lot of love for defenders for once, I think. I don't know if you felt that or, or caught on. At least fullbacks got a lot of attention this year, I think. So um. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I Caprice is like one of my best friends. Um and we have been playing together or 
we had played together in the past for so long. Um, so to see her get the recognition and to win defender of the year is incredible. And I'm so proud, but yeah, like you said, I think, you know, fullbacks, the modern day fullback, um, I think is the hardest position on the field. Uh, well, one of the hardest, but I think just the ability to defend well, but also be involved in the attack and um, do that is incredible. And obviously you saw a great example of Kelly, um, you know, and I think the modern day outside fullback is, is end line to end line. So um, credit to her. And that was like a great goal and great cross by Trinity. So um, yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, obviously wanting to play in the game, um, you played these last couple months with Houston. Um, what what was that like for you? I mean, you kind of knew maybe that it was, you know, not going to be an extensive thing. Is that is that kind of tough to to manage in any way, or is that just kind of being present? Yeah, it was definitely like, um, you know, kind of new ground that I have been on. I never kind of experienced that before, but um, knowing it would be a little bit more short term I think that that it definitely was tricky but I was so thankful and I have nothing but you know positive um things to say about Houston the organization the players um the coaching staff um and everyone for giving me the opportunity to represent that club and to you know take me in with open arms and um make me feel you know involved right away and um valued and I know that was probably an uncomfortable position for, you know, um, people on the team, coaches, myself. Um, but I think that that is like good in a sense of, you know, it, that being uncomfortable allows for growth. And I think that that's kind of another thing too, that I think change in my career, um, is definitely hard, but, um, it's the best for me right now because I want to grow. I want to get better. Um, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I'm not saying that I'm old, but, um, you know, I've, I feel like I've had experience, um, being, you know, in North Carolina for a long time. And then I'm having that bit of, um, time in Houston and, and now it's San Diego and, um, it's exciting because, you know, I'm here for a couple of years. I'm settled. My husband's here. We have a house. So I'm, I'm living in market full, full, full time. So, yeah, it's just like all um, stuff that I'm really looking forward to. And I'm hoping that um, the best is um, the best of me is, is yet to come. And um, it is in the future. That was a big part of, of coming back to the league, right? Is, is, I mean, you're, you're recently married, your husband was here playing in, in MLS mm-hmm. and um, obviously England being a far way away, especially in a, in a pandemic, which I imagine made things, you know, more difficult is that, I guess, like all of us in this two year stretch almost, which is tough to, to keep thinking yeah. that it's been that long, but um, I've kind of had to like reevaluate priorities is the wrong word, but just like what life looks like. Um, totally. That that's kind of, is that kind of where you got to in that point of I'm across, you know, a different continent. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like you said, I think it's been like so tough for everyone these past two years and, um, a lot of change for everyone, uh, me included, um, in many different, like kind of assets aspects of my life. Um, soccer, obviously, um, being the, the 
first one, but, um, yeah, I think just change is like inevitable, but there's been a lot of that recently of recent for the past two years. And I think that like, it's been really hard, but I also think it's been really good for me, um, in a sense where I feel myself maturing and, you know, um, ready to lead more than ever and to, you know, kind of fall back on my experiences, um, you know, playing on different teams and, um, being fortunate enough to win, um, you know, championships along the way. I think that that's great. And again, I think I'm just really excited to lead and to build something very special here in San Diego. And I think that that is more than possible. What do you think you mentioned the the growth period here? I mean, do you feel like there's anything that you've kind of maybe specifically or or really, um, you know, learned quite a bit about yourself through this, this journey? I mean, club and country, there's there's been a lot going on this year, right? I mean, Olympics, there's, there's the club changes you've had. Um, Is there any way you feel like you've kind of grown or, or changed even? Yeah, I think, I think my biggest growth, like wouldn't even be on the field. It would be like mentally, like, I think, um, you know, being able to grow, like obviously technically and tactically and all that stuff on the field is great. But I think just mentally, um, I've seen a huge step like forward and a a huge progress. And I think that that is like what I needed and I need to continue to do that. And I think obviously it's like not going to happen overnight. And I think, you know, using every, um, bit of time I can, you know, on and off the field to like strengthen my mental game, my, my, you know, uh, confidence, my resilience, um, just, just all of that. Um, I think I didn't really realize how, like mental the game is until you know you maybe hit adversity or something doesn't go your way and this and that and I think that that's kind of the biggest thing that I've honed it hone in on this year and I've um can tell a difference and that's like positive and hopefully we'll like continue to um grow and, and get better like like I said yeah, I heard you on uh, talking to, to Lynn and Sam on snacks a little bit about the mental side of things. And, and that's, you know, I think something that's been rightfully a topic more this year, um, it, again, kind of in the world that we're in, especially. Um, I feel like, you know, talking to players like in the league, even of that have kind of jumped a level in their game at some point in the career that it, it almost seems like that is the turning point that that, you know, the attributes are there, the skills are there, you can work on those, but at some point something clicks maybe on, on the mental side that, you know, you, you didn't necessarily, I guess I always think of the phrase, like, you don't know what you don't know, maybe. Totally. <laughs> no. And like, I feel like sometimes you don't know you need it or, or don't think you need to work on X, Y, like whatever it may be. And like, that's when you like maybe need to work on it the most, you know what I mean? Is when you're like, eh, like, I th- I think I'm fine there, but it's like, no, um, you know, the, the mental side is, is so important. And I think, you know, the difference between um, player A and player B is at this level at, at, in the NWSL and, and national team wise is so significant, or I mean, sorry, 
so not significant. Like it's so slim, the difference between player A and player player B that, you know, any little gain um, or percentage or half a percentage, like is, is, you know, you got to take that. You got to take the little wins um, when you can and just like continuing to like better yourself and focusing on like the best version of yourself that you can be. And I think that that's like, yeah, really important. And you said you're feeling like you're in a much better spot with that and, and understanding it. And um, you mentioned earlier, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be nice to to be settled. Like you said, at, at yeah. a home that, you know, and, and your husband's there and this is, you know, cause I think it, the stat is like 180 days on the road or something just with the national team. So you add in club ball and you got to have yeah. some kind of a place to come back to. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that like, just things off the field affect like stuff on the field. Um, I think, you know, being, like you said, you know, being happy and comfortable off the field at home, um, just directly correlate to, to, you know, your happiness, your confidence, um, your, your joy on the field and all of those things affect performance. And at the end of the day, performance is key um, at this level and, you know, it's professional sports and, um, yeah, it's tough. It's hard. And I think finding joy in hard things is important as well. And I think maybe in the past, I, you know, didn't really realize that, that, you know, enjoy, enjoy the process and enjoy the difficult times as well as the good times. And, um, yeah, I think that, I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm like this, like new, you know, mentally all better, like player. I think it's, you got to invest in your, your game just as much as I go out to the field and, you know, do my running and do my ball work, um, and go to practice. You got to, you know, practice mentally as well. Yeah. And I know, um, you know, you're about to, to jet off to Australia here with the national team, um, you know, Olympics, bronze medal, that there were some of the ups and downs ending on a high note, I guess, in the sense of, of claiming that not necessarily what you all went there for. Um, it seems like it's kind of a, a starting over sort of period. Um, these The start of these games being that working toward 2023. Um, how, how are you feeling? Of just, I mean, how are you viewing this sort of time period personally, even for from a national team perspective in, in, in that setting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I mean, it's great. It's obviously such an honor um, being called in to camp. Um, I think now more than ever, uh, like no one can take, you know, take for granted a a call into the national team. So I think that that's, sorry. Um, I think that that's, yeah, Bobby. (laughs) Um, I think that's like really exciting, obviously. Um, And just really looking forward to, again, I, I think I'm like one of like the most capped older players on this roster. And I think that, you know, I'm kind of looking at that um, as a sense of, you know, um, hopefully being able to like lead and bring some experience to this group that um, uh, is, is so young and talented um, and exciting. And like you said, I think, you know, we're growing, 
or, and we're looking forward into 2023. And I think that this camp is extremely important for all of us to get the experience, um, you know, playing down there, playing against obviously a, a great opponent, Australia. Um, and yeah, I mean, that bronze medal match was very exciting and I expect um, it to kind of look similar, obviously hoping they score no goals and we score a bunch, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think it's been a very long year, but this is very exciting and such an honor, like I said, to be invited to this camp and, you know, end the year um, on a really high note. And um, this is like just a valuable time that uh, all of us, you know, um, are going to definitely take full advantage of, I'm sure. And hopefully come out successful and with two wins. The veteran way to get around having to call yourself older is just use experienced is what I've learned. Experience. I know. I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm like 28. I'm like, am I old yet? I'm like, oh. <laughs> that was, that was the, uh, the spirit red stars comparison. I, I think it was Chris Ward this weekend said young and experienced after a long pause of not wanting to say older. Um, yeah, I, so. that's, I, sh- hopefully I said, experience and not older but i'm sure i probably said older so. um no but but yeah i mean you've got you've got some of the most caps on that that squad going so um that'll be be fun to watch at, at a ridiculous hour here but um i know what time is it on at your hour uh the first one is 11 p.m so i think that's manageable on the east coast fine on the west coast the second one is four something so it's very olympics the second one yeah so <laughs> Uh, one more of those for, for the year. Um, remind me, is Bobby is a golden doodle? Is that right? Um, she's a cockapoo. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. no have, oh my gosh. No, it's fine. There's okay. like so I have many a golden doodle, doodle. Yeah. I have, a, <laughs> I have a golden doodle who is ridiculous. So um, like a lot of attitude, very loving, but a lot of attitude. Oh, they so. have so much attitude. <laughs> so we just got another dog and she's a cockatoo oh, as well. And she okay. has so much attitude and she's so, they're just so funny together. Like their personalities. You're just like, Oh my God, you're ridiculous. Is there a jealousy? Um, I think the first couple days, Bobby was kind of like, what is going on? But now, um, her name is Betty. So it's Betty and Bobby, which is just freaking adorable, but I'm biased. Um, and she's just like so spunky and now they're like best friends. So, um, it's really cute, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good for both of them. I think they're, um, both very active and they like play literally all day. So I'm just like, okay, well that's great. And they, they play with each other and we're just like, get out in the backyard and do your thing girls. I've, I've heard that theory that the second dog would keep the first one occupied, but we, have a 15 month old baby and the dog currently is incredibly jealous of him. So I'm not convinced that the dynamic, (laughs) the dog's like, wait a minute. (laughs) What? Very. Yeah. Very poodle attitude on any time the baby's around. Um, Oh, is it a half poodle, half um, golden retriever? Um, 75% poodle. So, okay. Whatever the, like the, yeah. The one, a one B or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 That's what Betty is. But Bobby is like a half, and half and you yeah. can tell there's like a different personality <laughs> with um the poodles a they're less, kind of like what the yeah. heck yeah yeah very a little very awesome but very needy uh yes. but, but love him love him very yeah. much um, <laughs> well i imagine the weather is nice there for for dog walks and whatever 
Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly better than, I, I don't know, some other places. I mean, the, San Diego is beautiful. So um, I know. It, yeah. It, we is there, are so excited. Just like finding new routines too, I think is like, um, is exciting. And it's, you know, a new chapter and a fresh start for kind of all of us and just excited. Yeah. yeah. Any, anything particular that you're uh, looking forward to in San Diego or that you've heard about, or, I mean, you must've, you've been there before, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. I've been here before. And like you said, I went to UCLA, so I don't think like anything in particular, I would say in general, obviously I like am so biased, but I love California. Um, it feels like home. So just the ability, it's just crazy to me because it's like, I am living year round in the market that I'm playing in. And I've never had that before. And I've been playing professional for seven years. So I'm kind of like, Whoa, this is amazing. I think that's like the biggest thing, but also obviously like the beaches here are incredible. Um, just, you know, my neighborhood, um, the weather, like you said, it's just, yeah, it feels like a dream and I'm just really, really thankful. Um, so yeah. Are you a surfer or anything like, ocean related? um, that's so funny. You're saying that, uh, I don't surf. I mean, I've surfed a couple of times, but I wouldn't <laughs> say I'm a surfer. Um, we, I've paddleboard paddle boarded a bunch Mm -hmm. so um we're gonna like get into all that Aaron said he wants to go spear fishing so we'll see about that I'm not doing that but he (laughs) wants to get involved um but no I think we're just like super outdoorsy so I think we'll be at the beach a lot and with the dogs and there's like amazing hiking and stuff so yeah Spear fishing sounds serious. I, I think. I that, know. I know. I'm I feel like, like you need a license or something for that. I know. I. You don't, but like I oh, would okay. feel like you need it. Noted um, that you don't need. But that. I'm like, if you bring home the fish, I'll cook it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, cool. Looking forward to um, a new team, two new teams. Get a little LA rivalry and uh, mm-hmm. two new teams, and and uh, looking forward to. I guess within a month or so, you'll have a good number of teammates after the expansion draft. So that should be yeah. exciting to to watch play out for you, at least maybe not everybody else around the league, but I know, I know, <laughs> I, I don't even know. And I don't even want to know the rules involved in all that, but I'm like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Um, but it's exciting. Yeah. Like you said, I think just like kind of building, you know, the foundation blocks of this new franchise is, um, going to be great. And, you know, I think, yeah, the, the San Diego team is, um, the wave FC is going to do like amazing things. And they're already just, like I said, wanting to do things well and, you know, well thought out and this and that. So, um, the future is bright and yeah, just excited to begin like this new era in San Diego. Nice. Give the people what they want. They want soccer, Jeff. (laughs) There you go. 
Well, thanks so much to Abby for joining me. She's very busy heading off to Australia and getting ready, getting settled in to San Diego. Great chat with her and looking forward to see what San Diego Wave builds out. One of two expansion teams next season, obviously, Angel City FC in L.A. They started off with their first player a couple months ago already. It's hard to believe. Uh, another U.S. international, Kristen Press. So, uh, And the expansion team, the expansion draft coming up in less than a month now. So we will be getting a much better idea of what these rosters will look like for both of those teams, including San Diego, and get to see maybe maybe some, some teammates again in some of these cases. Certainly should be plenty of talent uh, available in that expansion draft. So happy to bring you this interview. Thanks again to Abby for, for making it happen in a busy schedule. And please go ahead, rate and review this pod, subscribe, and head over to EqualizerSoccer.com for more about how this trade came to be and just just about everything we just came out of the championship game tons of content if you subscribe you're getting all the premium content we've got daily coverage for you that you're not going to want to miss and you're going to want to subscribe and you might just be able to if you're listening early enough grab that 50 percent off coupon that'll pop up for you still uh, which won't be there for much longer so until next time on kicking back i'm your host jeff kasuf and i'll talk to you soon